I have waited and waited, and now the strongest connection to Suli has been brought to me. I will finally break free of this prison, escape these memories. I have been waiting for eons, and my time is coming. The gods will not escape me this time. Welcome everybody to the Fae Forge Academy. Uh, I'm Steven, your DM, and with me today we have Kai. Hey, it's Kai. Hi. Michael. Hello. It is Michael Sinclair II. Adelaide. Hey, it's Adelaide. I almost said rain because of your screen. Um, Chris. Oh, hi, it's Chris. Ian. Hey everyone, it's Ian Gould. And we are joined once more by the amazing Persephone. Say hi. Hi. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm queer. Mm-hmm. And I have big tits. Anyway. <laughs> Facts. Uh, Sefi is the DM of a amazing award-winning show called Fast Times at D&D oh High. Um, <laughs> Can't believe that's a thing that can be said now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're <laughs> going to say Christ. it. We're going to shout it. It's it's really fantastic. Y'all should check it out. I If you like our show, especially from the like adding music and sound effects and background and post-production stuff they do a phenomenal phenomenal job on top of a phenomenal phenomenal cast and storytelling and and all this stuff so um go listen to that and we are also affiliated with uh green leaf geek uh so if you like handmade resin dice that are absolutely beautiful go go check that store out at greenleafgeek.com they have handmade dice curated sets um all sorts of stuff for y'all um, and use the code FayForge on checkout and you get a little discount, um, excluding handmade dice. Last but not least, if you like listening to us talk uh, about our characters, if you like hearing behind the scenes stuff, we have Bedtime Stories with Brina, which are fa- fairy tales that are set in our world. All those get released to our patrons. Um, so if you go to patreon.com slash Academy, you can check those out there. With that, let's go to the Fayforge Steven, Academy. real quick, we need to yeah. give you and your wife a huge shout out. They recently had a huge stream and raised... How much money did you raise? We raised about $4,500. Yeah, For Black sweet. Girls Code, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god. That's yeah. so cool. That was it, was, it was really cool. We had awesome awesome people involved. We had really generous people giving. It was it was really, really fun. So, so yeah, shout out to Steven time. for that. And eventually, when I figure my life out, uh, all those episodes will be up on um, YouTube. Currently, there's one. If you want to see how uh, we teach Vecna about the power of friendship, you can see that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't remember the game episode. Teach yeah. Vecna the power of friendship. Yeah, actually, technically, it was technically it was Vecna and Wolf. But literally, uh, anytime Gabe, you say Vecna, I think of Gabe James games. So, like, well, I, forever Vecna is Gabe until and, I die. And it's true. Gabe, it's ran, true. Gabe ran that game. Yeah. There we go. So. 
<laughs> it was what fantastic. What episode of She-Ra Princesses of Power did I miss? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so check that out. Um, and we actually have left the Tiltify up and, and running, so when you watch those games, if you want to feel like you could be part of the action, uh, you can still donate, because Black Girls Code is an amazing, amazing organization. With that, let's go to the Fae Forge Academy. So, Miranda, you are joined by Professor Perseverance, Cause, Ariadne, Rain, and her little transformed gecko Drake friend, and Ashrin. The seven of you are on the outskirts of Valhadrian, this cursed, once thriving Eladrin city that has lost its vibrancy. It's gray. There are warped plants and undeath around. As you sit outside the city, you heard this screech that you've associated with Kalvala echoing throughout the buildings, through the streets. You, it's, it's almost overwhelming, this wave of piercing, piercing noise that then goes completely silent. You watch um, as these vines that you had seen at one point come from Miranda appear maybe 15 feet in front of you. And from it, this large shadow elf creature appears says they're waiting for you and just as quickly as he came these vines pull him back into the ground i don't like that not in the least are all y'all sure you want to do this i have to ask you again no one's gonna force you without hesitation nowhere else i'd rather be no no damn right that's a lie well i mean you know by your side, by all of our sides. I mean, I'm not going to be sitting at home while you're all off of doing this sacrifice in yourself. So, no, it's not a lie. I'd rather we didn't have to do this at all. If I had my way, you wouldn't. Not because I don't think you're all skilled, because I think you're too valuable. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pesky. Well, it seems to me. That whatever lies ahead is there waiting for us. Yeah. And perhaps this darkness can be stopped. Perhaps. Only one way to find out, though. Time to get this fucked up field trip rolling. Huh. Did you all sign your permission slips? That's very important. You do need to sign your permission slips. Can it, you two? <laughs> What's that? I've never yeah. seen that document before. Jokes to lighten the mood. <laughs> Love it. I'm, I am known for my comedy. Um, and uh, workshopping it, buddy. <laughs> well, uh, shall we? We shall. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you cross this bridge, 
there's like a chunk, a huge chunk out of the side that's fallen into the water below. Um, though it does seem stable enough, it's it at one point was very solid stonework. You make it into the city and you see kind of just drifting across the streets these ethereal spirits. Uh, some of them look as though they're almost going about day-to-day life. You see one standing at um, at like the window, this broken window of what seems to be a storefront, like pointing inside. There's another one in the middle of of the street, or not the middle, like kind of where a sidewalk would be, standing there talking with another, um, looking like they're they're making an exchange, though nothing is actually exchanged. There's just this strange sense of everyday life happening, and if. Ashrin, you cast Pass Without a Trace, correct? Uh, yeah. Um, so as you as you enter the city, how how are you all going about as you kind of take in this strange scene? Mm, I'm just, I'm mostly, I think Besky's probably looking at everything kind of with the perspective of like trying to experience these people on their day-to-day lives just walking around, but at the same time knowing that he needs to be careful, so he's just kind of sticking close to Ariadne. Because that's, I think that's kind of where he's at. He's just kind of pick up on everything that's going on, and also try and feel safe by being next to Ariadne. As as Besky is kind of sticking close to Ariadne, the rest of you, um, how are you proceeding forward? Miranda and Perseverance are probably in the lead, right? I would, I would assume yeah. so. I'm saying positively right by Miranda, uh, and he's he's you can see he's he's kind of tuning. The, the Dawes salute, not like in like a fixing it kind of way, but sort of like battle readying it. And uh, Miranda, because keeps close to you, he, and he says, you know, I know you're, you're ready to throw yourself in harm's way. Just give me a second to cast a few buffs on you before you do. I'd rather you save them for you and your companions. I know you'd rather. But believe us, our chances of staying alive are a lot higher the longer you stay alive. That may be true, but you need to prepare for the possibility it may not be. You've seen this, right? Miranda gestures to the changes at her body. I have, although I don't know what they mean. I would tell you if I could, but you're going to find out soon enough in person. Does anybody else think it's a bit rude that that gentleman didn't even offer us a ride? We have to walk all the way there. If he knows that where we're going, knows that they're expecting us, you would have thought he would have said, come get in my vine elevator, come with me. I don't think that's a... That's a... Elevator we want to take. Brain, did anyone ever tell you not to take rides from strangers growing up? No. <laughs> Consider yourself told. Colonel, are we strangers? Do I know you? Yeah. Yes, you know me. How does one ever really know that they know another person? Just kind of get lost in thought as I'm contemplating that <laughs> on our way there. I love I love this picture of, of Rain. That's what Rain's focusing on in this yeah. city with like ghosts floating around like a vine bridge. I've seen some shit in the way, so I don't give a fuck about a ghost. Like, you don't even know. Classic Fado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Priorities. Beautiful. In that realization that Rain made um, that we're walking through this town, I'm going to like kind of keep my eye on the shadows in the back alleys. Um, anything that might look a little bit off. 
Okay, why don't you roll me a perception check? Perception. Where's my dice? <laughs> it's not good. Oh. Uh, 15. Um, that's not bad. Um. It's because I have really good perception. <laughs> yeah, as, as you look around, you actually do notice a couple things. As you've been, been walking, you see... Do you remember those creatures that, like, spit those, those leeches out um, on Besky a long, long time ago? Uh-huh. You see a few of them just standing still watching. You see a few shadow of these shadow elves also. Weapons sheathed. All standing in the shadows, just watching you all. Knowing they're watching our presence, and I don't um, want to look weak, um, I'm going to stand very tall, shoulders are very straight, kind of look like I not belong here, but I'm not scared to be here. Okay. So how are y'all moving forward as you as you see these ghostly creatures in front of you? Inside, I'm, you know, a ball of puddle of scared little tears. <laughs> Roll a performance check for me for funsies. Oh no, why? Why would you ever do this to me? I was gonna say I oh. imagine I'm walking right alongside Ashrin since Kaz is ahead and Ariadne and Besky are probably right behind. I rolled a two with a negative one, so that would be a one. Uh, as, you, as you're looking you kind of make eye contact with one of the undead vine leech creatures uh, and something about its face which is very unnatural seems to like like get this smile on it as it makes eye contact with you as it and you can you can get this sense that it's like almost seeing through this tough tough girl like act you're trying to carry uh, I think I quickly look away, like do that little little weird shiver, you know, with your shoulders when you you're not like okay with something, and uh, move on with everybody. Um, Miranda is going to pause for a second and look back at Ashrin and say, "Probably pretty traumatizing to see this all happening, as if nothing is wrong." Try not to focus on it. Uh, she's going to nod in understanding and kind of take that advice and, you know, relift her confidence with it. Miranda didn't see the leech creatures. She just thinks that you're reacting to the fact that there's a bunch of dead Aladrin just going yeah. about their business in our past home, which is also mm-hmm. driving Miranda up a wall. So. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I, uh, as I witnessed this exchange, because uh, my perception is pretty decent. I probably would have caught some of this. Uh, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy so that there's all these whispering voices around Asher like, you got this. Yes, bitch, you got this. (laughs) Just like over and over this chorus around (laughs) these whispers of all of these voices cheering her on. Amazing. (laughs) This might be weird. Um, Are the, any of the spirits like, are they making whispers or saying anything or no? Do you want them to be? What, what question is I don't that? Like that. Like, what? what? Is that? Yeah, what? Like, I don't I like that answer. Tama. <laughs> oh god. I, I I feel like you would hear some whispers that that again mirror every day. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if I had to like do something in order to understand what they were saying. That was kind of the question. Oh, got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, no. They 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 are um 
they're all speaking um, this sort of dialect of Elvish that's more of a cross between um, Sylvan and Elvish. Mm-hmm. Um, so depending on what you speak, um, you were either getting all of it, part of it, or none of it. Um, okay. I think this might be helpful. And I am fresh. Out, oh, I, I just got a bunch of spells back. So, or at least like, you know, one more spell slot back. This <laughs> so is constant spells back. <laughs> this is concentration, though. I need to check if it's concentration because I don't really want to draw a hex because it's kind of nice that we have that up as well. Is anything that they're saying particularly horrific because I speak both Elvin and Sylvan? Mm-hmm. Uh, roll a perception check. Ac- roll an insight check. Okay. Anybody who understands it? Um, we'll just have Miranda do it for now. With all this talk of what are the dead ghosts whispering in our ears, Cod uh, is going to break out into a short little song. He's going to play just very quietly in the background, and it, it goes a little something like this. But he's essentially casting Counter Charm so that you all have advantage of any charm or fear effects that may happen as you listen closely to these voices. But he's really singing this at rain. And it goes something like, don't take candy from a stranger. Things like that might lead to danger. <laughs> and basically singing of all the things you shouldn't trust strangers with. Getting rides from them. Candy. Food. Um, going to a second location. That kind of stuff. Large white carriages. Large white carriages. Oh, Turkish delights. <laughs> Definitely a verse about Turkish delights. My God. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I guess, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to cast Comprehend Languages. Okay. Uh, so I now, for the next hour, can understand basically all the things. Okay. What was your perception roll? A 10. What you, what you are noticing is, so you remember being an Eladrin, um, kind of developing this sort of, an Eladrin from the Feywild specifically, um, developing this sort of dialect. I'm thinking of like my relatives who speak Spanglish um, mm-hmm. as I'm thinking about this, but you, you, you're catching like, you can't pinpoint it, but you're catching weird patterns where you're like almost missing words from conversations or something. You're not totally sure. Something's off about it. Uh, so I wasn't cause um, I didn't want to take um, Michael Sunder. I was just trying to see if there was something like particularly like, malevolent that they were saying that seemed like cursing or whatever just so that if it was going to cause problems for Michael Lacasta's spell I could stop <laughs> gotcha yeah well, I wasn't trying to nothing thunder. nothing nothing Se- interfered with that Sefi um, you can't steal my thunder you own thunder girl you <laughs> um boom and boom there we go thunder <laughs> oh and and Ian you cast that spell It's just an action that Kaz will take every turn. Uh, it's called Counter Charm, and it basically he's, uh, he, he spends his turn uh, playing, and everyone within 60 feet has advantage on all charm or fear saves. Okay, um, so since Ashran cast Pass Without a Trace, I'm going to need, oh. as that's going, oh. I'm, I'm, no, well, it's fine. Oh. Um, I'm going to need all of you to make a, I'm going to need Ian to make a stealth check. Yay. Should I use my stat? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a question I was <laughs> Which one's worse? <laughs> All right. Stealth check is going to be 20 plus pass without. Do I get the benefit from pass without trace? Mm-hmm. So that's a 30. 
God okay. dang. Damn. It's the quietest little ditty you've ever heard. It's like my <laughs> cause of stage whisper. Don't take candy from a stranger. <laughs> um, so you are you you all are able to kind of walk on through with with cause casting the spell um, or singing this song to you watching watching these ghosts kind of go about their business um, they seem to either not notice you or not acknowledge you you're not sure which Ashrin as as you all get to the center of of Valhadrian um, you can see a little bit further down the road is Morwell's throne room as you approach the center of town um, you see this statue of Morwell that spoke to you once um, what seems like ages ago uh, when you all were with Turnip mm-hmm. the statue is is more broken now but this time it looks intentional like the head has been removed and, and almost cast on the ground in front where Morwell's symbol of stars is um, carved over it is this five-pointed star you've seen in a couple places. Um, and then on top of that is this broken infinity sign that the rest of you would recognize. Uh, is there anything any, anything or anyone guarding the statue? Nope. I would like to walk up to it and just whisper, Morel, we're here. And um, not ex- exactly expecting a response but with that conversation I had that you know she's been gone for 700 years or more and we're you know she's waiting and nobody's found her just trying to reach out to find some sort of connection yeah as you whisper there's that ember color that is that happened when you met Arya starts to glow on the tips of your hair again um and you see this small little almost flame-like magic go into this statue. Um, it doesn't seem to do much, though you watch as a as like just one or two of these small little vines, um, these like cursed vines, pull back. Do I get a feeling that that's just an indication that there's a connection still? Or do I feel like if I put more oomph behind this that some it could lead to more uh, make it in- do I do I know that at all make a insight check Ooh, I actually have one good dice roll um 22 it's actually more of a combination of the two you get the sense that there is something really really deep as you've kind of learned from Arya you've as you've started to learn more about yourself, there's a, you've heard whispers from Morwell. There's a, a deeper connection than you even maybe realized to, to Morwell herself. And you feel as though you could do more into this, into the statue. Our, so tell me if I can manipulate a spell in this way. I'd like to use a first level spell as on earth tremor but instead of instead of harming the statue at all i want to like knock off all of the cursed vines and all of that like anything that doesn't belong yeah yeah absolutely that's what i'd like to do so i would say can you can you roll a a d20 and add your spell casting modifier to it Mm -hmm. uh nat 20 that'll work um so so as you all watch as astrin 
Um, specifically, I, I'm going to let you describe. How would you like to describe this, like, specifically fire magic causing causing these these branches and cursed vines to, to fall off of Morwell? Um, it's looking as if the plant leaves are rotting and turning brown and then black and then turning to ash and, like, kind of blowing away in the wind um, as... It, it, it doesn't shake, but you can the shake the leaves are shaking and such. Yeah, and and I would say as it shakes, they they almost like the cursed branches. You watch as as this fire that you saw this orange in in Ashford's hair, like kind of goes into all of her hair through that arm that has that that burn and that tattoo, as it's shaking, and all of these branches like turn to ash and fall off, and what you see remaining. Uh, is is one branch that looks to have been naturally part of this sculpture. And you watch as one small little bud flowers. And it's the first thing of color you've seen in this city. Are you going to do anything else around this statue, or are you guys going to keep moving forward? If you want to be like Ashton and roll some natural 20s, you should go to greenleafgeek.com and check out all their different dice from handmade custom resin sets to curated sets by companies like HD Dice and ChessX. Uh, you can find all your dice needs there. And if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, specifically from the curated sets, you get a little discount. Uh, it does not apply to the handmade sets. Uh, also, go to their Kickstarter and check out the Perihedral's Kickstarter if you like cats and you like dice also. Uh, those two things are combined into some really, really fun dice. So go check those out right now. Uh, greenleafgeek.com. Right, let's get back to our students and their adventures in Valhadrian. Uh, I had a question if I have picked up on anything after casting comprehend languages. Uh, roll a perception check. My perception is a seven. Seven total? Correct. Um, nothing more than just like the day-to-day stuff though you do see um, all of you see this as the statue glows um, and this magic happens you kind of feel that look that that feeling on the back of your neck that something is watching you and so as you as you were walking Besky you didn't notice anything but as you <laughs> look now every single ghost has stopped and is staring at you Uh-oh. at all of you don't take candy what are y'all doing it's does it look like there's any particular leader to the group, or does it just look like a band of ghosts? It almost looks like whatever happened here happened very quickly, to the point where many of these ghosts didn't even know that something happened to them. Um, is what it looked like initially, and now, and now it's just like, just like imagine um, you're at a busy town square, more or less, and like a firework goes off in the middle of town, and everyone just stops and looks. That's kind of the look that, that they have towards y'all. Yikes. Okay. This is just like a Bruce Willis, like, they don't know they're dead scenario. Mm, maybe. I don't think we want to stick around and find out. I want to show them some kindness in some way. 
Um, kind? What? I know, weird, right? But they're my, oh, they're my people. <laughs> Character development. Our little girl's growing up. Oh. Uh, oh, don't worry, she'll hide it soon again. Uh, I, I think I'm just going to try to spread some warmth. I don't necessarily have a spell or power that could do that other than just I don't you can't touch them necessarily but just in in a presence can I like in, emulate some warmth out into the world you know cuz you you imagine ghosts being cool cold yes hmm I'm sorry Steven no. I just I'm not following never any apolo- rules never apologize for anything like that uh roll a check Roll a fire check. Um, roll. <laughs> That's a legit check. Uh, is remind me are druids wisdom or spell or or intelligence casters? Uh, wisdom. 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 Okay. Uh, roll a wisdom check. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Fifteen. Okay. So, as this warmth goes out, you see as you as you get closer. The thing that's different about these these ghosts is there's something about their face that seems warped and almost angry. And as you pulse out this warmth towards a, a few that are close to you, you watch as momentarily it changes back into a, a normal Aladrin face. And it goes back to its day-to-day life. Um Though it only happens to the few the few that are around you. Well shit. Uh, I think from that point I would just move on. Um, I know we have to be moving on to... Uh, we're going towards those people, right? Quick quick mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Druidcraft can create warmth, right? Oh. I thought, I thought it I could thought, start fires. I thought, yeah. Oh, yeah, me? I'm pretty sure it can. Like 95% sure. Same. It, like a puff of wind, sound of small animal, faint odor. Um, oh, you can instantly light or snuff out a candle or a torch or a small camp- campfire. Yep. Mm-hmm. I would You're say that's a great spell. With, okay. With that. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah, so maybe as we go, I just, you know, puff little druid craft warmth bubbles out into the world. Um. So I will say, uh, as you're doing that and y'all start moving forward, after, after about two minutes... Um, of moving towards this throne room, you start to hear s- screeches behind you, um, and as you look, you see basically the ghosts that you snapped out of whatever this was looking at you, fighting one another. Um, as as these spirits, something is enraging one of them, and it's it. I, I would say it's terrifying. Yeah, I think I, I, you know, I start shaking. I'm worried if what I'm doing is harming them more than helping them. And I look to Miranda for guidance. Miranda walks up to Ashrin and puts a hand on pronouns. Her. She, her. her. Puts a hand on her shoulder and says, the best thing we can do for them is to free them from this. We can't help them any more than that. So, I'm sorry. As you continue onward, you you hear this the strange ghostly fighting behind you. Um, you make it to the throne room. 
The individual that you met that Miranda turned into Kalvala in front of is awaiting you. He says, you have fooled me, but now the emissary of the Everdying awaits you, for you are the keys. Yeah, shut up and get out of the way. Miranda, no, he's monologuing. This is very important. You you know, I I just... We have hoofed it through this fucking city. I've got... I turned into a pincushion. I'm done with this shit. Can we please just go? Miranda, I need to write this down. It's important. Remember, we're going to survive through this. We'll tell the tale. I'm I'm sorry. Please continue. Where were you? Anything you could come up with would be better than what he actually says. You know that, right? I mean, it'll it'll all get changed. It'll be cleaned up and editing. Don't worry. (sighs) What I say doesn't matter. Really? Then stop. Ooh, I like that. That's good. <laughs> he opens the door. It's this, it's this beautifully, or was beautifully carved double door um, that opens up. This this whole building is is breaking down more than the rest. You enter in, and on the throne, on the opposite end of this room from you, is Kalvala. You see these, these vines, these um, enormous roots basically connected into her sides with this mixture very similar to the the um portal you came through where there's this this like mixture of fey magic and something darker entering entering her um along the whole like maybe every 10 feet along the sides of these of this of this room this long room you see in the rubble more traces of this these thick, thick magical, magical vines. Students, besides rain, you, they, they sort of remind you of the roots of Ivalhallen when you all made it to the heart of the tree a long time ago, though there's something a little bit different about them. Kalvala is sitting, sitting there on the throne motionless. And from behind her, you watch as these, these branches almost suck, suck life out of, out of her. It seems like, even though she's undead uh, and, and form into this, this shadowy figure um it's tall and old um as as the shadow forms uh it forms into a a human-like being with with long hair but it's thinning and patched there's like there's like chunks missing the skin from his cheek is gone and you can see like a tendon connecting connecting his cheekbone to his jaw he has glowing glowing on each of his arms um this broken infinity symbol he says so you've made it you thought miranda that you could you could thwart my plans but what i really have to say to you is thank you another fucking monologue are we fucking serious thank you for all you've done in spite of your attempt to leave my gracious grasp now bring those students to me because you know you need me to live. Well, who said I had any plans of living? What does he? What does he mean by that, Miranda? Yes. What do I mean by that? Miranda opens her mouth to start saying things. Do the words come out? Yes. This being is the thing that did this to Kalvala, known as Malvaris. He is a true evil in Valhadrian, and I, well. I suppose the creature on that throne is now part of me too. We're bound. Bound? To Malvaris? How? How did this happen? Kalvala needed an out. 
I didn't escape Valhadrian. I never did. But we can fix that. There, there's gotta be ways. There is a way. One way. Oh, trust me. Nobody's leaving Valhadrian. None of you, at least. Try us. Very well. This, he turns back into a shadow. You watch, you watch this, this like mist go into, into these roots. And we're going to have to find out what happens Bet. next time. on Bet, the Bet, bro, Academy. let's go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code FAYFORGE on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon, and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J E A Harmon. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitter. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Adelaide Garner. You can find me at O Adelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network. <laughs>